Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I know, I know, we talk a lot. We say we're gonna have a schedule. <laughs> we don't have a schedule. It's like a drinking game. Every time, every time that you see that we didn't post on time, you do a shot because we just can't keep a schedule. Um, but uh, just joking around, as I'm sure Tushar is like biting his fingernails right now, mad at that shot. But you know, it is what it is. If he wants, he can be the Kyrie Irving of the empty bleachers and just disappear. Uh, so. With this hot open, I'd like to introduce my partner, at least for another week, uh, Tushar. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Just enjoying that there's no snow this year. But as soon as I said it, I realized it's going to snow 25 centimeters tomorrow. So, well, good luck to us. Well, hey, good luck to you. I, I'm staying home. So I, I haven't uh, left my house in four days. I don't know what the outside feels like anymore. Sometimes I turn the air conditioner on just to make sure I'm still alive. So... We have a lot to get into, a lot of NBA talk, of course. I try and keep this from just being strictly an NBA podcast, but yet the NBA just keeps being the NBA, and uh, it's exciting for fans. It's sad for fans. If you're a Houston fan, it's really sad. If you're a Brooklyn fan, it's really sad. So let's get this started. Tushar, I'll pass the wheel over to you. We'll get started with whatever you feel like in the world of NBA, but I'm sure I can predict what you want to start on. Kyrie Irving. Okay, he should retire. Stephen A. Smith was right. I completely agree. This guy just needs to disappear. Okay, next subject, James Harden. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I want to talk about Kyrie Irving. I want right. to talk. Let's I want to say something. Keep it, keep it PG to PG-13, my friend, or you're going to be yes, doing yes. a lot of editing. Yes. <laughs> I do it anyway. We, we drop a, a lot of F-bombs. So. We do. One but, day we'll, uh, we'll release the unedited cut and... On oh, YouTube. Something else. On YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I, I Okay. I heard the news he took leave for personal uh, reasons. I'm like, okay, somebody might be ill in the family. He just probably wanted a break from work for like two games. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. That's fine. Then he doesn't play for five games. I'm like, okay, that's kind of getting ridiculous, but it's okay if the team is allowing it. But no. Then there was news he didn't even tell the team that he's not playing. He didn't tell his coach. He just tell, told the play, uh, he texted uh, some of the players and was like, oh, I'm not going to show up today. I'm not playing. He did not communicate with, with the team. I'm like, okay, this is got, getting a little out of hand. And then they, a video surfaced on uh, social media where he was in her, at his sister. uh, sister's birthday party with like 50 odd people without a mask. There's a pandemic, guys. Like, just, just think about it. I don't expect much from him because he believes, apparently he believes Earth is flat. So, like, the the buy is already really, really low. Like, you can't push it lower. But he just keeps doing it. Every time I think, okay, this guy, he can play well. Okay, he's doing well. Nothing can go wrong at this point. He does, he goes ahead and does something really stupid and really, like, just, just out of this world. Well, um, I do have to step in here, Tushar. Sorry to cut you off real quick. But I just want to go back to... Even before the party video came out, there was rumor that he was not playing out of protest for the Capitol Hill incident. And while we're not going to get into that whole situation, that's that's a hotbed. Just everybody stay safe out there if you're in the States. But what happened was he he said that he was protesting this or the rumor got out. And it's like, but he never said it. That's like me going on a hunger strike about what happened. But then nobody knows. 
So, like, this silent protest thing was a bit odd. And then you get to the story that um, he was at a party. And we're going to fall forward ahead a little bit where he got fined, like, $50,000. This man's making $33-plus million this year. So he does not care about this menial, at best, charge. And you can't really suspend him for a game or two, because deep down, I think that's what he really wants. So please, Tushar, continue. Uh, okay, my my thing is, if it's a team sport, um, let's, let's talk about uh, the podcast, okay? We're not recording a podcast, because we're busy, I'm doing my own thing, you're doing my, your own thing. Uh, I just came back from vacation, so... That's why we didn't have a podcast for a week or so. Um, but let's say you're recording a podcast with John, we who we do record the podcast with a lot. You're recording a podcast with him, and I'm not able to join because for my own reason, for my personal reason. And then you see me going to someone else's podcast, being a guest on their podcast. That's what it felt like. That's what Brooklyn Nets felt like. Brooklyn Nets were playing a game, and this dude... I'm not, I, I, I don't even see, I don't even think he's human anymore. He just, I don't even, I don't even know what he is. But this dude was on a Zoom call with a candidate who's running for DA uh, for, I, I guess, Manhattan or Brooklyn or something like that. And I'm just wondering, like, you have time for that, but you do not have time to go do your job for which you're getting paid for. Like, how, how... In, like, like, how stupid can you be? I do understand that he thinks he's got a very strong opinion on things and feels that he really needs to be part of the community and part of the culture chain change in the United States. And he wants to be more than a basketball player. And that I completely respect in that. But the issue is, if you feel this strongly about not wanting to play anymore, then, bro, you kind of need to retire or either take a step back or two. Because as Tushar is alluding, you're leaving the team out to dry. And during this, Durant was just coming back from uh, being being away because of COVID. And then you also had the craziness that we'll touch on in a second with the Harden deal. You, you needed to be there. And I completely understand. If you wanted to come out and say that I'm feeling negative about what happened at the Capitol. And this is, my, this is the way I'm protesting how this was handled. Then completely fine. But this guy yeah. goes radio silent, plays the card that we don't need to know why he's not playing because we're only fans. And shout out to Durant for being on that team because, well, hey, misery loves company, I guess. <laughs> but you don't owe it. You don't owe it to the fans as much. But it's a common courtesy because in most years it's the fans that are paying that keeps the team in league alive. But this the whole COVID thing, but even to your team, have the respect for your teammates and for your coach. I know that there's rumors going around that he didn't like the Steve Nash hire and that the team didn't run the Harden deal through him and the lead, and the team didn't do this, the team didn't do that. So Harden's just salivating. He's like, oh, yeah, another guy who hates his team. Um, <laughs> but you need to have the common courtesy to not just leave everybody in the lurch and be like, well, maybe, maybe I'll play tonight. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll take this zoom call. Maybe I'll go protest. Maybe I'll be at the inauguration. Who knows? Like all the power to him in terms of wanting to change the world for the better. But 
you can't handle yourself in this way at the highest point of anybody's professional career. This man is getting paid $33 plus million. He is what they consider a superstar. Has he accomplished a lot? Yes. Does he have his ring? Yes. Does he still have the drive for basketball? I don't think that he does. I think that basketball pays the bills. And now that he's made his money, I don't even think he cares about that. So I don't know what his headspace is. I don't know what this team's direction is. Um, I don't know. But if I was Steve Nash, especially with the acquisition of Harden, like it does set you up well to have another big three. But the difference is in Miami, they were all dependable. Yeah. Now in Brooklyn, you have a you don't even have a powder keg. You have a nuclear bomb. Yep. That could explode at any time. And it will. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And this bomb has a chance of going off before it's even fully assembled. You see the great teams fall apart. Yep. You see the you see the Bulls of the 90s. You see the Lakers of the early 2000s. You've seen these powerhouse teams, the Boston Celtics. Um, you've seen these powerhouse teams explode but they accomplished something. The Brooklyn Nets have accomplished nothing. For and, me. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I just powered off. You warned me to cut you off. I should warn you about cutting me <laughs> off. But no, please continue to, Sharon. Get your two cents in. Talk over me if you have to. <laughs> no. no, I was just going to say, uh, the bottom line for this trade is, First of all, I, w- I want to talk about the trade a little bit. Nets received the Harden and the second round pick from Cleveland Cavaliers, which doesn't really matter. They're going to swap it for something anyways. I think, in my opinion, the teams which got better from this trade were the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Indiana Pacers, and the Houston Rockets. Nets didn't get better. They got worse. You can't have two ball-dominant guys. You saw what happened in Rock in Houston with him and uh, Harden and Westbrook. It's going to happen again. But the thing with Westbrook is, he gives his 100%. He wants to play every single night. Maybe he's not playing well. Maybe he doesn't score as much. Maybe he doesn't, uh, doesn't have as many assists because he's having a bad night. But he will give his 100%. Kyrie, on the other hand, he, he will never give you his 100%. He never has. He never will. Like, I don't even know why he's a basketball player anymore. But moving from the fact, Indiana Pacers got... Chrysler Wood, which is a really, really good pick. Cleveland Cavaliers got Jared Allen and Torian Prince. So that gives them like five centers playing for the team, which is good because they have Sexton and Garland playing for them, who are really well at the moment. They are five, they're 6'5 five or 5'6 five, at the moment. So uh, around five, uh, 500 right now. And for as far as the Houston Rockets are concerned, John Wall is playing well. Chris Wood, surprisingly, is turning into be like a star. They got Victor Oladipo, who's probably going to go to Miami next year, but they still have it. And DeMarcus Cousin is also playing well. They have a good balanced team. Are they a contender team? No. Would they be like between the four to eight seed? I think so. Yeah, I, I think they can. I think they can make up to that. But when it comes to Brooklyn Net, they have no depth. They have no defense. The only player who can play defense on that team is Kevin Durant, and he's at best a mediocre defensive player he's an he's an offensive player 
That's what he's always been. He's been a scorer. He can defend a little bit, but you don't expect him to do a lot. He's also coming back from an injury. The second, their center is DeAndre Jordan. Their main center is DeAndre Jordan. You know who their backup center is? Jeff Green. Do you know who would be a backup on like 90% of the NBA teams at the center position? Who? DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. (laughs) He... He was he sat out of a game because Steve Nash didn't want to play him. He's that bad. Hell, he's, I'm expecting Steve Nash to suit up under center. <laughs> five nine. He'll probably he'll probably do a better job. <laughs> but I do I do agree with you. I, I I'm not gonna say that the Brooklyn Nets got the worst part of this. In my opinion, the Houston Rockets did get the worst end of this because yes, um, they're gonna get those draft picks, but those draft picks aren't gonna be high draft picks. It's not like they acquired lottery draft picks out of this like even if the brooklyn nets are stumbling with those three guys you're still going to make the playoffs but brooklyn sold its soul i've made the argument in the past that whatever team lebron goes to the team is selling their soul for a championship because yes you are going to get a ring with lebron most likely but you have to give up a lot to get him. the brooklyn nets did this but they got they didn't get LeBron James. They nope. got James Harden, who he's a superstar, but he's an unmotivated superstar. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's driven by the love of the game. I don't think he has a love of the game clause in his contract. I don't think he really cares about a ring as much as he pretends he does. He cares about living the lifestyle of an NBA player. He's making crazy bank, which, hey, good for him. But to give up as much as Brooklyn did for a guy that's I'm not going to say toxic but he's not he's like he's not viewed in a good light around the league right now no you've got the Kyrie situation and then you've got Durant who will now be probably at least a quarter of the time be playing under center Mm, yeah He's 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 solid in the position, but he's not a starting center. No. But when you have Jordan in there at center, like I don't know what this team looks like because this team has no depth. This is a soft, weak team outside of those top three players. Yes, you've got a couple a couple chips for the future, but they're gonna leave. So you've yeah. got your three stars, and you have a two-year window. You've got one guy that's injury-prone, one guy that is going to shoot the ball 50 times a game, and then you've got a guy that doesn't even want to be a basketball player anymore. And you've sold your future for at least the next five years. Yep. So how are we further ahead? Everybody's celebrating in Brooklyn right now. They should be in tears right now. Yep. You have... There's no positives outside of the fact that it's going to be an exciting team to watch when all three of them are playing, but I think the odds of all three of them playing at the same time is going to be low. Mm -hmm. And then you've got a situation where they don't like the coach. (laughs) Like, the, the whole thing is a disaster. It's because I feel that the GM for the Brooklyn Nets, is doing a 2K rebuild with real talent and real money. Are all <laughs> eyes on Brooklyn now? Yes. 
Are they the favorite to win? Sadly, they aren't. And with James Harden, Kyrie, and J and James Harden, you should be the favorite, but you're not. They're not going to be able to beat Philly. No, they're I don't know. Gonna, they're not going to be able to beat LA. I don't no. think they'd be able to beat either LA team. They won't be able to beat Miami Heat if they get all their players they back and healthy. Won't be able to, yeah, healthy Miami. Like this is this is a bad situation, and the league kind of needs to get in front of it because when you look at the situation now, the Houston players are like talking trash to each other, and Harden's like, "Well, the team didn't have the talent to win now," and then he's like, "Yeah, I didn't really say that. It just like I didn't mean disrespect." And then you have Boogie; he comes out and just like. I didn't want to play with James Harden. I wanted to play with John Wall. No, you didn't. You wanted a championship. You, the Rockets aren't winning a championship this year. This whole situation, a lot of people will say, and sorry, Tushar, I'm running long. I'm taking over this, especially considering the NBA is your thing. <laughs> it's okay. So it's okay. Go ahead. Talk. Go ahead. It's, it's, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to keep this. Go ahead. <laughs> the big thing is the NBA is a player's league. The player's run this league when you have guys like lebron as much as i poo poo all over lebron he's still legendary top three player uh he's done a lot of good for the league yeah. this is a situation where the players having complete control of the league is a bad thing because this whole situation has been i would say as a fair weather NBA fan, maybe more so now because of Tushar and our friendship over the years. This is a black eye on the league. Yeah. Because it's been, I can't swear, it's a clown show. You've got players going out during a COVID pandemic. Two of the biggest guys on the same team now. And what's stopping this from continuing? So I don't know what this looks like. This Brooklyn Nets team is basically like. This is going to sound horrible, but it's almost like you can't look away from a car accident. But this car accident's a Lamborghini. Because <laughs> it's just something bad is going to happen on this team. Yeah. And now because of what they've given up, they can't recover. This is why I don't like these big, big superstar trades. Everybody likes these big, monumental, massive blockbuster trades. But the teams that usually get them don't come out better on the other side all the time. And this is going to be a prime example of this. So I don't know. Will the Brooklyn Nets be all right this year? Yes. But then that offseason is going to hit. And then there's so many questions marks right now. And I don't know. I'd like to say that they just harden shooting threes and shooting the ball and <laughs> and Kyrie discovers that he actually likes to play basketball again. And then you've got Durant not fighting people in the parking lot over comments he heard in the stands. Uh, it's just, I'd like to say that this is going to be a Cinderella ending for this team, but I don't see it working out. And like then you have other players like Dinwiddle, Witty. Dinwiddle. <laughs> wow, I've gotten too fired up. I've lost the ability to speak. He's gonna want salary. Where's that oh, yeah. salary? Where's that salary gonna come from? Nowhere. They don't have it. 
unless Harden's paying for his contract out of his own pocket. Uh, like it's it, there's no way. So your 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 big blue chipper for the future is probably going to leave. I'm going to chime in here for a moment. Yeah, jump into sure. So people talk about, oh, Miami Heat for a big three and Golden State Warriors for a big team. Dwayne uh, Wade, you know, let's, just, let's just take a second to really respect that Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and uh, Ray Allen big three. So <laughs> really respect them. Okay, continue. Well, the thing is, uh, Dwayne Wade was already in Miami. Uh, LeBron contract ended, so he went to Miami. Chris Boss contract ended, so he went to Miami. Ray Allen moved later to Miami as well. They didn't. They didn't do a lot of trading players and losing picks. They had their future set up. They didn't trade for a player. Players came to them. And then there is the Golden State Warriors. They didn't really trade for anyone. They they had an issue for salary cap, but that's but that's different. Like that's different. With those those three guys, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Ky, uh, Kevin Durant, if they were still a team. I would say they will win every year. There's no doubt about it. Like they would have, they would win every year. But but they're not together. Whatever. But this team traded basically all of their future round picks. Like so, I was reading this fact: the Brook, the next time Brooklyn Nets have a first round pick is when Kevin Durant would be 40 years old. Yeah. Just let us settle in. Also, people are uh, comparing it to uh, the Lakers trading for Anthony Davis. Lakers won the chips la- chip last year. Whatever you say, they were a great team. You're also be- get, you're also getting a proven commodity that was low maintenance. Yeah, the like, only thing you risked was the fact that he was injury prone. Yeah, Anthony Davis wanted to play with LeBron James. He wanted to win a championship, which he did. And that team got better this year. Like that team got like reasonably better this year than what it was last year. That team is balanced. They had they are ten three right now. All right, let's get off the Lakers love. Continue. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, but then we look at the Clippers. They're a good team. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they want to play. Like, they're not like Brooklyn Nets. They they traded away a lot of picks. I get that. But Paul George, at least in the regular season, you can count on him to get you 25 points a game. That's the kind of player Paul George is. As much as I hate him, he's a great, great regular season player. Like, he's in MVP conversation every second, every year or so. So that team is balanced as well. Brooklyn Nets, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna blow up. Uh, Harden has two more years after this year on his deal. Kyrie Irving has three more years after this year on his deal. Kevin Durant has three more years after this year on his deal. So you're basically just stuck with those three players. Because you can't trade them because nobody's gonna trade for them unless you're Sacramento Kings and I don't know, whatever. But this team is a disaster. They will be good, yes, when all three of them are playing. But then there's going to be ego issues. They're going to be ball hogging issues because both Kyrie and Harden needs a ball in their hand. Not so much Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant can like pull up and shoot, but not these two guys. So I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's gonna it's gonna be a bad bad way of like for a t- like. This Brooklyn Nets team is going to regret it. You remember when they traded for Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett? Yeah. That, that's what it looks like. I think My, it's worse than that. I'd say it's worse than that, too. My biggest issue with this now is you've got Durant. You, 
they it feels like he went to the Warriors just to win a championship. You've got James Harden that is salivating at the shot of getting one, even though I don't feel that he fully cares about it. He still wants a ring. And then you've got Kyrie, who he did well, but still was under LeBron's shadow. The way that these three got together, they could win two championships in a row, and I don't really know if they're going to gain any more respect. No. The Miami Heat, as much as I hate what they started with that, these were three guys that wanted to play together and knew that they would get a good shot at a championship. These guys are pressuring ownership into trades just so that they can all play together for a chance of winning. And I can't stand that mentality. Because you've got three talented guys now, and yes, as you just said, there's not there's too many medals to feed on that team. But I don't think that they're gonna. If Harden gets a ring, I don't think anybody's gonna care because they had to they had to bully their way into getting on getting this done, and it just left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And this team, one injury, they might not make the playoffs. They might, but they're not making it past the first round. So I'm interested to see what this Nets team does. I'm interested to see what history will look like on this team. I will say that I went back and watched The Last Dance. And when I see this team, what I think of is this is going to be documented 10 years from now, but this is going to be called The Last Chance. <laughs> because uh, that we is should... what this team is right we should trademark that. We should trademark that. Netflix will give us a lot of money for that. And we'll see. <laughs> and we'll, uh, I don't know if any T-shirts got anything more to say, but I'm going to end my piece there. It's a wait-and-see predicament, but uh, the blinders are on right now, and I just want to look away. I have I have one last thing to say, cool. and it's about LeBron, okay? You, you might hate me for it, but... What does this have to do with anything? Let me say, let me say, it will make me feel better, okay? It will make me feel better. It will make you feel better? Yeah, because, like, I have a lot to say about it, but I'm not going to say a lot. I'm going to say a little bit, and I'm going to stop. Okay. Okay, LeBron came up. Everybody do a shot. <laughs> Until LeBron was in the West. Uh, sorry, the East. I was like, oh, East is weak. East is weak. He, he's only winning the East because, wow. It's a weak, weak conference, weak conference. He went to, he went to the West. And now everyone is leaving because they know if you're LeBron, you're not getting past him. If he has a good teammate with him, there's no way in hell you're getting past LeBron James. So good. No, no, no. Let, 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 let me talk about it. Let me talk about it. Everyone in the media, every single one of them, except except uh, Shannon Sharp and Nick Wright, uh, everyone in the media is like, East is weak, East is weak. He went to the West. Oh, everyone is injured. Curry is injured. This is injured. Bly is injured. They played against all those players, except the Golden State Warriors. They played against the Houston Rockets. They played against the Portland Blazers. They played against the Denver Nuggets. They could have played against the Clippers as well and would have beaten them. It's it's not that the conferences are weak. It's just that Le- LeBron is a much better player than anyone else in this league right now. You cannot beat him. They are winning the championship this year. I don't know about next year. I don't know how he will look in his 20th year of his like career but what i'm going to say is everyone is scared to go against lebron 
and by any chance it means this Brooklyn Nets team goes to the final and then LeBron beats them, I don't want to hear from you that Jordan is the GOAT. He's not. He doesn't didn't have to go through three players who can average 30 points a game oh my God. in their career. Your, your literal last take there just brought down the podcast. <laughs> it was just a LeBron diatribe. The man is 38 years old, being carried by Anthony Davis. How did they Scotty do when Pippen. Anthony Davis Scotty wasn't Pippen. on the team? How did I, they I was... do when Anthony Davis wasn't on the team? Oh, let me tell you, they were how, number one. How did he do with They were number LeBron? one. They no, this is no one in the West. No, 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 no. Let, let me I'll say. I let you say your piece. I let you say your piece about LeBron. Now I can say mine. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Well, it. They're not doing this because they're scared of LeBron. They yeah. want a ring, and we just went on for about twenty minutes about how this team is dysfunctional. But if LeBron James beats them, then he's the god. We're not getting into. James and Jordan right now but I'm not crowning LeBron James based off of the fact that he beat the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets aren't getting to the finals. If they get to the finals and all three of them put on put up 30 but LeBron puts up 60 okay then you know what I'll come on this podcast and say you know what Tushar you were right. So, but so what you're saying happen. is let me, so what you're saying is if the team gels well if the Brooklyn Nets team gels well they play well they are a really good team. And if they go to the finals by beating Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Miami Heat, then you and then they go to the finals and LeBron beats them in the finals. Will you say that LeBron is the best player in the world? That's what you're saying. Did I hear that right? The argument right now could be the LeBron. I, I can't say it anymore because there is team players that are better, especially in the world right now. If you were starting a team off, if you reset the NBA right now, are you building your team around 36-year-old LeBron James? I will. Okay, well, logic has clearly gone out the window. What's the best he team is... in the NBA right now? Right now? The Lakers. The problem, well, right now they are. Yeah. But LeBron. He's 36-year-old. He's 36-year-old. Okay. 16th overall in points, 26th overall in rebounds. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. This, I don't even know why this LeBron conversation is happening right now. Because literally has nothing to do with anything. All I'm saying is everyone is scared and wants to get away from the conference he's this in. Be, this would scared be like, of losing to him. This would basically be like me being like, do you know if the Brooklyn Nets were so good, and Tom Brady came out and gave them a championship ring, then would Brady be better? Like it's just. What? I don't understand the argument. They're, they did not come together to because of LeBron James. They don't all have a poster of LeBron James hanging in their bedrooms in fear of what it could be. They, they are giving themselves him. the best possible opportunity to win. And they, they think not beat him. That's what I'm saying. That's yes, why I, know, but I don't know why we're talking about LeBron. Like this just came out of left field. You're okay. telling me, you're telling me that Durant and Kyrie both joined Brooklyn and mm-hmm. Harden strong-armed his way out, mm-hmm. went to Brooklyn, mm-hmm. all because of LeBron James. Yeah, because they can't beat him. Because they oh, Kyrie and Durant together can't beat him, and James Harden alone can definitely not beat him. So they're like, oh, yeah, let's go. Three of us together can beat them, and they still can't beat them. Oh, my God. Every year, there's a team who's like, 
Oh, we, we, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take care of the Cavaliers. We're going to take care of the Lakers. The, then they, the Clippers come around. Oh, we have the two best wing defenses and then lose to Nuggets. Lose to Nuggets when you're up 3-1. Okay, well, that was our discussion about the Brooklyn Nets. It kind of fell right off the face of the earth there. But moving anyways, on. Moving on. Uh, what Let's else? Wow, my brain, is, you've completely blown my mind, too, sure. Let's talk um, about COVID cases and game being postponed. Well, hey, COVID's a thing. And uh, players. some players are really respecting it hard. I'm sure LeBron James wears seven masks. <laughs> uh, but lots of lots of guys are well. COVID is starting to run a bit rampant in the NBA. I'll let you uh, continue on, too, sure. Yeah. So, um, George Hill came up. Was it George Hill? Yeah, I think it was George Hill. Yeah, George Hill of the OKC uh, Turners came up, and he was like, it was a statement to the media after uh, the new restriction and rules by the NBA, and he was like, I'm my own man. I'm a grown man. I'm not going to listen to what they say. They can't tell me what to do and what not to do. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. If you hate being away from your family that much, which I understand, it's your family, you should be with them. I Like, I would be at the same place. I will miss my family too. But you can't expect them to keep paying you when you're not playing and not following the rules. If you go to a job and they tell you you can't wear... Uh, ripped jeans or like crazy shoes or you can't wear uh, like you can't do something which is not it's a formal environment you can't wear uh, like a ripped t-shirt or something you're not allowed to do it that's in that's in your job they told you before you started it that these are the rules either you can sit out give up your check don't take the job or when you're doing it do it properly like don't make excuses and I'm, there are a lot of people in the NBA who probably think like that and there are a lot of people who don't. But what it does is it takes away from the league. The viewership of the league is finally rising up. Like the opening week was the highest watch opening week in like 13 years or 17 years or 70 years or something in a long while. And that these people are coming out, these players are coming out and saying things like that. Like I, I just don't just don't get it. It's a serious thing. Take it seriously. You guys complained when there was a bubble. Now when there's not a bubble, you don't want to follow any rules. Do you want to play or not play? What do you want to do? Because the league can just go up like, okay, we are casting the season. We're not giving anyone any money. And these are the same guys who will come after being like, oh, we don't have any money. They'll be they'll be using GoFundMe to go like fund their uh, house or something like that. Like, just grow up. Just deal with it. Okay, like you're saving other people. You're saving each other. Don't, don't be a baby about it. Like, it's just... There's well, no this this goes back to the argument that the players have no respect for the head office of the league. They don't really care. They don't You're getting paid a ridiculous amount to play a game. Is it hard to be away from your family? Of course it is. Yeah. But you had an out. You had an out last year and in other sports, every other sport you had an out. There's sacrifices that have to be made. There's cities under lockdown. There's countries under lockdown. People in the States right now, there's eight, ten page obituaries a day just because of COVID. Hospital workers are having to decide if people can live or die. Actually, not even hospital workers, like paramedics. Yeah. Because they think you're going to die. They don't have to take you to the hospital anymore because hospitals can't keep up. 
and you're complaining about playing a game. That's all you're. You, it's all you need to do. And yes, do does the world want to go back to normal? And we all don't wear masks, and we all this isn't 2016 anymore. This nope. is 2021. The world isn't a great place right now, but we make the best of it. And you've got players that don't want to follow through, and then you're exposing them to guys that are trying, but you can only do so much. It's yeah. like driving. You can be the world's greatest driver. Clean record, 20 years, never had a crash. And then you have a drunk driver that hits you. You have you can only do so much. And when there's guys that are doing the bare minimum, or not even that, then the league has to come down on them harder. You can't be yeah. finding these guys... a superstar $50,000 it means nothing I don't want to go back to the whole Kyrie situation again but he got fined $50,000 when you're making $33 million $50,000 is like losing $100 if I had to ask you if I asked anybody would you lose $100 to go to a family member's birthday chances are they'd say yes Yeah. so the league needs to put their foot down here and I'd be threatening to cancel the cancel the season or suspend it, and not pay them anything, because it's starting to get out of hand. And if you get too many cases, you're going to have to shut down. And this would be a humongous black eye to this league because they were the first team to cut off to stop it, right yeah. when COVID was starting, when when yeah. the big boom started. Sorry, they were the front runners. They were doing everything right. Yeah. And now you're going to risk that. So you're going to go from the first league that ever shut down out of precaution and now you're going to be in a league that couldn't make it through a season because you couldn't get your players to follow the rules and we had to know that this was going to happen because the bubble situation works but stars and people they only do for a short time like the nfl the nfl had its crises crises sorry (laughs) With, like, the Baltimore Ravens at one point. It was a Wednesday game because they lost, like, 10 players or whatever. But they had to get it figured out, and it's harder because exposure is a bit more there. But at the end of the day, it all comes back to you had a choice, and you understood the risk that was involved, and you understood the sacrifices that were involved. And you're not following through with any of it because you don't want to wear a mask, or you want to be able to party, or you want to go to Vegas, or you want to be at the strip club or whatever. But you can't. If you want to do that, do that in the offseason. Put your own health at risk, not the whole leagues. Yeah. And that's basically all I have to say about that. But, like, it's just, it's ridiculous. And I'm all for, there's some leagues where I say the league has too much power over the players. One example being the NFL. Yep. But the league needs to step up here and put their foot down. And don't have LeBron put his foot down. I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing on LeBron right now. I'm just saying it can't be a star. No. It needs to be the league. Yeah. It needs to be silver. He needs to put his foot down and really, really be the forefront of this. Because if, if that league gets shut down because of something like this, it's another black eye. Yeah. And the NBA just seems to be getting black eyes lately. So, right. I don't know. I just think, like, there's been a lot going on in the league. Like, the James Harden trade should have never happened. Like, like should not have happened at all. 
he should have been fined. He should have been <clears throat> suspended from the league indefinitely without pay. And he should have not been allowed to play the game. Because this sets a precedent now. Yeah, because there's a difference between you demanding a trade and you still giving his 100%. When Anthony Davis demanded his trade to go to the Lakers, and even when Paul George demanded his trade to go to the Clippers, they were playing well for their team. They were not lacking. They were not... Uh, they didn't look like uh, a like an old dad from a South Texas home. They did not. They weren't eating bacon and eggs and like thousand pancakes for breakfast and looked like they just came out from the freezer of McDonald's. They did not. They played well. They showed up. They never complained. All they did was, I want to go to the team. If you don't want to uh, trade me, that's okay. I'll stay for another year. I'll do my best, whatever I can do, and then I will leave. Right now, you have a chance to get more out of me. It is up to you what you want to do. This guy still had two years after this year left on his deal. Yeah. That just, like, I still remember when they vetoed the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And he had to go to the Clippers. Like, you thought that was bad? What the hell is this? This is just some other level thing. This, <laughs> I and... And I hope you don't mind too, Cheryl. I'll, I'll end this. I'll end this yeah, on yeah. this. Yeah. The league has an opportunity to. I don't want to use the pun. There's a silver lining, <laughs> and the silver lining is the commissioner can take a stance. Yeah. And really, it, the the cows are already out of the barn when it comes to the Harden thing. It's already done. Yeah. But this situation, get in front of it. Start really. Not throwing your weight around, but be in control. Because he's not. It seems if you make over $30 million a year, you're the commissioner of the NBA. And that's a problem. Yeah. And that's a problem I've been talking about for years. It's a problem, like, we even back to, I hate to keep going back to it, but LeBron's got the biggest voice. And while he's usually on the right side of it, it can't be a player in charge. No. You can't, you can't be a player and be in charge. And that's what's going on right now. They, the league should have stopped, came in, and vetoed any trade with Harden. If you want to deal him in his last year, sure, do it. But not this year. Not especially with, with everything he did. So you go out to the strip clubs, you celebrate, you have no mask on, and what do you do? You benefit, you get exactly what you want. Yeah. And you get a horrible, you get a semi-okay return for it. And you end up taking an L in a four-team trade. So, I don't know. The, the league needs to do something here, or else you might as well just make the commissioner the top play, top paid guy. Because that's basically what the leagues come down to. And in a league that's so focused on growth, especially in the international markets, yeah. seeing this clown show isn't going to get any respect from anybody. So I hope that they take the opportunity in this. Uh, COVID's a big thing. Everybody will, everybody will support the NBA s- pressuring players to follow guidelines more. And then once the league comes out, if LeBron wants to come out, because I will admit LeBron's been great during COVID in terms of wearing a mask and really petitioning yep. for wear your mask, then he can come out. But yeah. the first word can't be from LeBron. No. And so here, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on this again in a future podcast. Hopefully it changes. I don't see it happening. But unfortunately, that's the world we're living in. But let's just hope that the league doesn't have to shut down. But I'd fully support one if it gets out of hand. Yeah. Uh, one more thing that we'll touch on before we'll let the good listener go is, of course, the NFL playoffs have started. Yeah. Uh, me and a lot of people, even 
I think even maybe Tushar would agree, even though he's a diehard basketball fan. The N- NFL playoffs are some of the most exciting playoffs in sport, if not the best. Basically based off of the fact that it's a one game. It's a one game series. It's it's the seventh game every game. Yes. It's game seven every game. And it's it's super intense. You get you get upsets, which we had last week. I will always say it's the most exciting. And on yeah. with everything that's going on, they were able to field almost full teams, and we had an exciting week of football last week. There was only one or two kind of dud games, and even those weren't bad. Uh, Tushar doesn't usually have a lot of takes when it comes to the NFL. Usually I steer this ship. But I believe that Tushar would like to st- uh, touch on, uh, I think, uh, I don't know, like the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Okay. <laughs> I don't know much about football in general. I'm still learning. I've been watching uh, a lot lately. Not the whole game, but I'm watching the highlights and stuff. Pittsburgh Steelers started the season with 11-0. Yes, then, they lost it. then they lost their next four or five games, I'm guessing. Yeah, they ended the lead. Yeah, that's how they ended their season. They dropped. They. I've never seen a team fall apart faster. And I believe I've said this a lot in private. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. The Pittsburgh Steelers, when they were eleven and zero, they were a weak eleven and zero. I'm not saying that they didn't rise to the occasion or they had a weak schedule. It was just more that when a team goes undefeated at that time, you feel like they're a juggernaut. The Patriots, when they had their Almost undefeated season, undefeated regular season, juggernaut. Yeah. Uh, the Colts back in the day with Peyton Manning, they had some big runs. Juggernaut. This Pittsburgh team felt like they just had firepower and they were getting lucky. You have yeah. to be good to go 11 and 0. I'm not saying it was all luck. They had a great defense. Mm-hmm. But is this team ever falling apart? And this whole juju stuff, him dancing on the logos and TikTok. The NFL, this isn't a TikTok time. I may sound like an old man here at the age of 30, but leave the TikTok at home. After the game, whatever. But I believe that Juju was he was good on the field, but I believe that it took away from the focus of the team. The last thing you want to do is get a team fired up. Yeah. If you guys want a clip. I can't remember the year, but there was a player, great player, named Terrell Owens. Yeah. And he went and danced on a team's symbol once or twice after scoring a touchdown. Do you know what happened when he went and danced on that symbol? A defensive player ran 40 yards up and gave him the hardest tackle you will ever see. It's on YouTube. You can go look it up. So to fire up a team like that every week and to do it when you're losing. Yeah. Doing it when you're winning is one thing. Doing it when you're losing? Come on, man. Can't be doing that. <laughs> and you got beat by the Cleveland Browns that didn't have some of their starting defensive players. Oh, you're 11 coach. and 0. You're a fire like you are this team was amazing and then it went from sugar to you can finish it. And you got bounced in the first round by the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland, nothing against Cleveland Browns. Good for them. They put it together at the right time. They got hot at the right time. Do I see them beating Kansas City this week? Hell no. But I don't know. No. That's, oh, hey, we all, we all like an underdog. 
yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I know they can't beat them, but but if they get hot, and if something crazy happens, you never know. Because if once Cleveland uh, wins against Kansas, if they beat Kansas, they do have a chance of winning the whole thing. I don't think they will. I, I have no, I, I, would, I don't uh, think yeah. they will. I agree with this is why I said before that the NFL playoffs are the most exciting because if Kansas City comes out and has a bad game and Cleveland has an outstanding game, guess what? <laughs> Cleveland can win it. Yeah. Cleveland beat the Steelers and weren't supposed to beat them. Yep. We've we've got a good lineup of games. I think I'll just take the wheel here for a second too, Sheriff, yeah, yeah. if you don't mind, just because yeah, we're running long and I want to get through this fast. So basically we have four games. We're going to do NFL rapid fire here. I'm going to try and keep it within five to ten minutes. We got L.A. versus Green Bay. This L.A. team this LA team is falling apart, unfortunately. Green Bay has never looked hotter. Aaron Rodgers, outstanding season, probably league MVP. Yeah. Uh, going against a Rams team that's uh, – they lost – Aaron Donald has a rib injury. Cooper Cup is out. You're dealing with Jared Goff, who's got a broken thumb on his throwing hand, I believe. You've got Cam Akers, hot rookie, got fresh legs under him because he didn't play a lot during the regular season, but he can only do so much. And Green Bay isn't the greatest defense in the world, but they can shut down L.A., I believe. So I don't see this this game being overly competitive. I think Aaron Rodgers just dots them up left and right. Um the LA Rams have had a good showing, especially last week, bouncing Seattle. Seattle needs to go and really have a tough conversation with itself because I don't know what happened there. They should have easily beaten this LA team, but they got they got they got shut down. And Russell Wilson, uh, I know quarterbacks. You look at the quarterbacks such as Tom Brady and what whatnot playing into their forties. Russell Wilson ain't gonna be playing into his forties. His window is getting smaller every year. You've got Tyler Lockett. You've got DK. You've you've got weapons there. So they really need to look at what happens. I don't see how LA can win this game. I'm going Green Bay. Baltimore Buffalo. I honestly think that this will be the best game of the weekend. You got Josh Allen. You've got Lamar Jackson. You've got two outstanding mobile young quarterbacks almost in their prime. This game is going to be outstanding. You got two yeah. good defenses. You've got two exciting and great offenses. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think the Bills win this. I think that they can just keep – they're too dynamic. Diggs is having an outstanding season. You've got Cole Beasley, who is a, developing into a great slot receiver. You've got Gabriel on the outside. This will be an outstanding game as long as Lamar Jackson doesn't boil over. Lamar Jackson did have that one playoff win last week, got that under his belt, looked good, not great. Um, I see that this game being being a barn burner, they're going to have a throwdown. But at the end of the day, I think Buffalo is going to win, and which is great for the city of Buffalo. Going into Cleveland, Kansas City, good for the Browns. Uh, Chase Claypool for the Steelers, outstanding rookie, talked a lot of crap, said that he will, the Cleveland Browns will be sitting on the couch with him next week. I don't like how he went about it, but he is right. Cleveland Browns will not be beating Kansas City because Kansas City on a bad day is still better than the Cleveland Browns on their best day. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is developing into an all-star talent. Everybody that's watching these games, take it in because you are watching something amazing. This is something that you can tell your kids about if you start watching him young, just like as I got to watch Tom Brady in his prime, how we got to see LeBron James in his prime. 
Like you're seeing a perennial superstar right now in year three, I believe. Yeah. So follow this kid. Right? He got paid $500 million. That is a crazy amount of money. You know why he's getting paid $500 million? Because he's worth $500 million. If, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't win MVP, Patrick Mahomes wins MVP. So this will be an exciting game. Cleveland does have a decent defense. I believe they're getting their guys back that were on the COVID reserve list. Uh, Kansas City defense is good, but the Kansas City offense is outstanding. If you double cover Kelsey, then you're just going to get burnt by Hill. Like The weapons go on for days. They've got Le- Le'Veon Bell. They've got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You, you know, like they got they they got weapons, they got time, and as long as you've got Patrick Mahomes, as last year, I think he came back from twenty one or twenty eight points down. You can't turn your back on the Kansas City Chiefs. It's their year again. They're going to win the Super Bowl, but in this game, I'd like to say that it's close. I don't see it being close, so I'm going with Kansas City. The last game, the game that I love because I love Tom Brady. We got Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. You got Drew Brees and maybe his possibly last game. As so, it, it, this one's a tough one as well. The Tampa Bay defense is outstanding. The New Orleans out uh, defense is pretty good. Uh, Tampa Bay has a ton of weapons. It's just about them going off all at the same time. Tampa Bay kind of has what the Brooklyn Nets have, and there's so many mouths to feed that it can be detrimental to the team. Mike Evans is still going to be Mike Evans, but then you have to get your other weapons into play. And Gronk is looking good. Gronk. It took a while to get up to speed, but leaving the NFL for a year to go and smoke weed and come back, damn, man, good on (laughs) you, because it's done your body well. You're still running a bit funky, but you'll be the first to admit that running running well is not your strong point. But um, you've got Tom Brady, who is 43, that looks like he's 33. He's still playing at an outstanding level. Has he lost a step? I'm not going to say a full step. May have lost half a step. But he's still a game general. You got Drew Brees. Drew Brees is an outstanding quarterback, surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. You've got a lot of weapons on that team, but that team is kind of all over the place. Alvin, it doesn't seem like Drew Brees can throw the deep ball anymore. So you've got you've got this like carousel of quarterbacks playing. You got a quarterback that used to play tight end. Like they're talking, they're doing a lot of gadget plays and a lot of a lot of like wildcat and substitutions and that that can only get you so far. I think this Tampa Bay team will be ready for it. I think that it'll be a shootout, just like I said about Baltimore and Buffalo, but in a different way. I have a feeling that with Baltimore Buffalo, it's going to be a lot of just Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson running and extending plays. Whereas Tampa Bay and new Orleans is going to be your more traditional quarterback in the pocket, looking around and making the best, uh, the best option. So at the end of the, I've said the end of the day three times, hey, you can make another shooting uh, shot game out of it. But in the end, I will say that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Saints. And then we get the outstanding Buffalo Green Bay versus Kansas City and Tampa Bay. And if that's the case, sign me up. I will be on my couch all day Sunday. I will not leave it. I might have to get a jug to sit beside my couch. You guys can put two and two together. Why I will have that jug. But I believe that these playoffs... You wouldn't think that the NFL did as well as it did going into it. We didn't even think they'd make it through a full season, let alone a full season with successful playoffs with most, if not all, stars playing, barring serious injury. So uh, strap in. It'll be an outstanding week of weekend of football. And enjoy it because we've only got a couple more weeks. And unless hockey 
and basketball are your jams, it's going to leave a big absence in our viewing. But my wife will be very happy to not have <laughs> football on the TV anymore. So I know I've kept this longer than usual. We've had some fiery debates. We've had some good debates. I'd say this is one of our best episodes. We went kind of off the rail with LeBron James, but we got to get our Le- LeBron James quota in. So one day I will pass this over to Tushar to do the closing <laughs> like right now. I, I'm joking. He's not doing the closing. He's joking. <laughs> so on behalf of Tushar and myself, stay safe out there. Uh, if you're in the U.S., stay very safe next week. I hope everything goes great, smooth, and outstanding. And we will catch you on the next episode. Not going to say it's next week, but I have a feeling that we'll probably knock one out. So stay safe out there. Wear your masks. Hug your family and have a good night. Good night now.